Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. Welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. If this is your first episode, then welcome. I'm so excited you're here. I hope you'll listen. I hope you'll benefit and really enjoy. Today we have a doozy, right? We have a big topic. How to love yourself. What? This is crazy. This is so, this is too big for a podcast. It's like how to achieve world peace. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a really big bold topic, right? So I think we should maybe back off just a little bit and maybe just start with how to like yourself. I was going to call this episode how to like yourself, but how to love yourself just connects more and it has a better ring. But here's the reality. You can't love yourself if you don't even like yourself. (laughs) That's an important first step. Now, I know what some of you may be thinking, especially if this is your first time listening to this podcast. But Corey... We have a but Corey section of almost every podcast. But Corey, man, look, this is a weight loss podcast. Would you stop with all this self-love, how to love yourself crap? Like, give me five tips to help me lose 10 pounds. I want to know the secrets to losing weight while still occasionally drinking wine and eating dessert. Like, that's the stuff I want to know. I want to know how to lose my belly fat. I want to know which workout burns the most calories and is best for burning fat. Come on, Corey. Come on, man. Like, I want to lose weight. Forget this loving yourself stuff. Okay, I hear you. I do. But here's the thing. If we really dig down, most people want to lose weight because they want to love themselves again. (laughs) They desperately want to not be disgusted by what they see in the mirror. They want to not feel self-conscious all the time and try to camouflage their flaws and hide their body with certain types of clothing. They want to shut up that horrible negative voice in their head that constantly criticizes and talks down to them. So really, if we think about it, most people, or at least a lot of people, want to lose weight because they think that losing weight will bring self-love. They want to lose weight because they want to love themselves, or at least like themselves again. And here's the kicker that will totally blow your mind and change your world once you really get it. It's so much easier to make progress with your weight loss goals when you begin loving and accepting yourself now just as you are. I know it seems backwards, but it's not. Look, look, guys, don't miss this. Loving and accepting yourself now, not promising to love yourself once you get this weight off or once you lose that 30 pounds or once you can fit back into a size 7 or 10 or 5 or whatever. No, ma'am. No, sir. That is backwards. The more you love yourself now, the easier and quicker you will make progress and achieve your goals. And maybe best of all, the more fun the process will be. Now, I know it sounds crazy. I know the bully in your brain will tell you that, look, this is, this is bull crap and Corey's full of it. If you, look, if you just love yourself now, then you're letting yourself off the hook and you won't make any progress. The bully in your brain will try to convince you that you must stay focused on all the negatives and all the things you don't like about yourself if you're ever going to make changes and actually like yourself or love yourself. But think about that for a second. The basic premise is, okay, I got you. I understand. 
I'll hate myself until I love myself. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll hate myself until I love myself. You don't realize it, but that's what the basic premise of that thought process is. It makes no sense, and it just doesn't work. It's like planting an apple seed and hoping that you can grow strawberries. <laughs> it doesn't work. You cannot continually plant hate and hope to reap love. You can't use disgust as a motivator to hopefully maybe drive you and lead you to a place of love and happiness and positive progress with your body. It's not how it works, my friends. But the question is, if we need to love ourselves, like, okay, Corey, I'm, I, maybe, I, maybe you have a point. I don't know, but just get on with it. Okay, good. The question then that we have to ask ourselves is, how do I start loving myself now? Because in my brain, it's always been like, okay, I'll, that's why, you know, I, okay, I want to lose this 30 pounds and get back to where I was because I was really happy then and I really liked myself then and I was really confident then. So now, Corey, you're throwing a wrench in my gears. I need to start loving myself now and it'll make weight loss better and easier and quicker and all that stuff. Okay, but how do I start loving myself now as is? It's not like there's a button for that. It's not like there's even a neat three-step process. I mean, it's a pretty complex and convoluted topic, right? And here's the thing. There are a ton of books and TED Talks and online articles that claim to have the answer. They can and will teach you how to love yourself. I don't claim to have the answer. I'll go ahead and tell you that. I'm sure it's probably different for everyone, the whole process of learning to love yourself, but I do feel like I can provide some insight. And today, I plan to do that. I plan to teach you some core concepts about why I believe we struggle to love ourselves and then how to begin to like yourself. Just take a step in that direction, how to begin to maybe like yourself a little more and take steps towards actually loving yourself. And all of this, believe it or not, was actually inspired by a three-year-old. <laughs> so one of the incredible ladies in my group posted her check-in, and then she said this. I just thought I would share that my barely three-year-old told me in her little voice, Mom, I really like myself. It was so genuine and unexpected. I don't hear people talk like this, <laughs> but her honesty caused me happiness and reflection, and really stuck with me this week. How can I be more like her? Oh my gosh. How can we all be more like her, right? I mean, I really like myself. And she, as the mother said, it was genuine and unexpected. And then don't miss, she, the mother also said, you know, it was almost like she had never thought about it. Like, I don't hear people talk like this. No, we don't. Like, that's something only a three-year-old would say. Because the rest of us probably, sadly, don't really like ourselves. Guys, I think there are some really big takeaways from this little story, and I think they will lead us through a progression that can be really helpful. So here we go. Let's get into it. The first thing that I don't want you to miss is that we naturally like ourselves. As a two- or three-year-old, you probably loved yourself. You thought you were the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> but then it doesn't continue, does it? Eventually, we're taught not to like ourselves. We learn to not love ourselves as we learn what is not likable or lovable about us. The, the question is, if we naturally like ourselves and then we're taught not to like ourselves, then how can we get back there, right? Like, what's holding us back? I believe there are two things that hold us back from getting back to the place where we like ourselves and maybe even lo love ourselves. Number one 
It's what we feed ourselves. Oh, there it is, Corey. I knew it. This is a weight loss podcast. You're going to tell me that my diet's crappy and that I eat too much sugar and all that. No, 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 no. What we feed ourselves, not into our mouth, but our mind. We've all heard you are what you eat. But what might be even more important is that you are what you hear and what you see. You are a product of the world you live in, the people you spend the most time with, the music you listen to most, the news that you watch the most, the social media that you scroll through the most, the articles and books that you read the most, the podcasts that you listen to the most, the TV shows you watch the most. Everything that you consistently pour into your ears and eyes, which all just goes to your brain, So everything that you consistently pour into your brain creates not only the person that you are, but the viewpoints that you have, the attitudes that you adopt, and the emotions that you have. You might feel fat and sloppy and out of style, but this is only because something or some things that you're consuming into your ears and eyes are telling you that you're overweight and that you're not stylish. And here's what's so important to understand. These powerful influences on our brain are usually not direct. It's not like there's someone in a book or on the news or on social media that says, hey, hey, you, you're fat. And 2007 called and they want their clothes back. I mean, I can't believe you're wearing those clothes, especially with that body. You should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) That's not how it works. It's not direct. It's indirect. It's in your head. You might have even heard almost those exact same words that I said, like you're fat and sloppy or you're out of style or you're unstylish. But what you're hearing is not someone on social media. It's not someone on the news. It is the voice in your head. The voice in your head, that little negative voice, what I call the bully in your brain, it created this statement from all of the stuff that you're giving it, all of the stuff that you're consistently pouring in, People you spend the most time with, advertisements, social media, TV shows, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff, it impacts and influences you. So I believe the first thing that's holding us back from maybe even liking ourselves and especially from loving ourselves is what we feed ourselves, not into our mouth, but into our mind. You are a product of the world that you choose to live in, and that world is created. You create the world you live in by all of the stuff you choose to consume the stuff that you choose to put into your eyes and ears on a regular basis. Change what you consume, and it will literally change your world. And that, my friend, will ultimately change your life and probably lead to you having a little more peace of mind, and who knows, maybe even a little more love for yourself. The same way that you wouldn't eat a piece of garbage, I mean, you wouldn't consume something rotten from your trash. Don't just consume garbage into your mind. Be selective about what you allow into your eyes and ears. I'll say it again. Change what you consume and it will change and transform the world you're living in. And it will change you from the inside out. And I believe it will also help you change your body in the process. It is a massive win-win-win scenario. It's a can't-lose kind of thing. But that's not all. It's not just about what we consume. There's something else that's holding us back from loving ourselves. And while the first one all the stuff that we put into our mind might sneak up on us and we don't even realize that it's as powerful as it is. Well, this, this other one is 100% on us. It's our fault and it's our responsibility to change it. So the second thing is that we don't stay in integrity with ourselves. This manifests in a bunch of different ways because of all those external influences. Like I just mentioned, 
We're often not true to who we really are or who we want to be, and we sadly don't choose our own path or choose the life that we really want or choose to be the person that we really want to be. For some of you, you may feel like you're almost playing a character. No wonder we struggle to love ourselves. It's like that three-year-old version of us is it's ticked. <laughs> the three-year-old version of us is mad and feels totally betrayed. But this isn't the only way that we don't stay in integrity with ourselves. There's something bigger that chips away and erodes our self-confidence and pretty much destroys our chance for loving ourselves. And it's at the heart of not being in integrity with yourself. Look, if we want to like ourselves again, we must do what we say we're going to do. What, Corey? That was really anticlimactic. Hang on. Just hang with me. Look, often we don't do that. You may not realize it, but here's the thing. We let ourselves down again and again and again. And before we know it, not only do we not love ourselves, we don't even respect ourselves and without respect, you can forget love. <laughs> I mean, you, it may sound weird or I may be kind of losing you, but like I said, hang with me. Turn the volume up. Here we go. I'm about to walk you through something that I teach inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group. It's a progression that may not really click at first. Like, uh, I don't know if I get this, but if you really pay attention and you think through it, I'm confident you'll see how it totally makes sense and it'll all come together and it could be a really powerful thing for you. Here we go. To love yourself. If you want to love yourself, you must first respect yourself. And to respect yourself, you must do two things. Number one, forgive yourself. Number two, be in integrity with yourself. Now, being in integrity with yourself may sound really formal or weird, like we mentioned earlier. It's like we, you know, we don't even really know what it means. But here's all that it means. We're summing it up right now. It means following through and doing what you say you're going to do. Showing up for yourself. That is being in integrity with yourself. So let's get back to the overall formula or progression that I'm proposing to you right now. To love yourself, you must respect yourself. And to respect yourself, you must not only be in integrity with yourself, but you also need to forgive yourself. All the past failed attempts, all the times you've let yourself down, they're gone. They're in the past. They're forgiven. And they haunt you no more. Ooh, wouldn't that be nice? Guys, forgiving yourself means being okay with where you are right now, with your health, your weight, your clothes size, your body overall. Whatever it is, whatever stuff from your past that causes you pain and whatever you feel ashamed of, for goodness sakes, right now maybe is the time to let it go. Maybe now is the time for acceptance and forgiveness. It's time to forgive yourself. Let it go and be at peace. Because, here's the thing, don't miss this, it's incredibly tough to love someone whom you haven't even forgiven, even if that someone is yourself. As you forgive and accept, this opens the door for you to take steps and build more and more integrity within yourself. Maybe it's time to start doing what you say you're going to do, to follow through on the promises that you make to yourself. If we think about the three-year-old, right? Imagine you have a three-year-old and you keep promising them, I'll take you to the zoo tomorrow. And then you don't. I'll take you to the zoo tomorrow. And then you don't. Oh, I'll pick you up from school. I'll pick you up from, from preschool, whatever. And then you're not there. Number one, that child's going to be scarred. Number two, 
They're not going to respect you. (laughs) Think about it. Do you respect or trust others who don't follow through and do what they say they're going to do? What if week after week, your friend told you, sure, yeah, I'll come over and, I don't know, help you move that furniture. And you waited, and they never showed up. Week after week, weekend after weekend, they kept promising, oh, yeah, I'll come. Oh, I forgot last week. Oh, yeah, I'll be by this weekend. And again and again, they no-showed. What would you think? I think you wouldn't trust or respect them at all. And your relationship with them would probably erode. It would crumble. And you might get to the place that you don't even like them anymore because they've let you down so many times. And to repair the relationship, to get back to the place that you like them and you can trust them again, there needs to be forgiveness. (laughs) Can you see how these two, forgiveness and integrity, play off of one another? It's true in real-life relationships, and it's true in your relationship with yourself. And sadly, I think it's true on a societal level as well. Now, I may be stepping past my bounds here, but I think that this is part of what fuels cancel culture. So many people are so harsh and so unforgiving with themselves that they're certainly not going to extend grace or forgiveness to someone else. When they mess up, are you kidding me? And then before we know it, we've got this big toxic pool of judgment That propagates itself. Harsh judgment and a lack of forgiveness only leads to more harsh judgment and an unwillingness to forgive. And it's all totally devoid of grace or mercy or forgiveness because, I mean, why should I extend someone else grace or forgiveness when I haven't received any myself? When I wasn't extended forgiveness when I needed it. And if I'm really honest, I don't even give myself grace or forgiveness. Like, I don't give it to myself. I'm hard on myself. Toxic, damaging. That's what it is. That's what it is on a personal level. That's what it is in a relationship with another human. And I believe that's what it is on a societal level as well. There's a little quote from Luke, (laughs) the book of Luke. It says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. But the problem is, We do judge, and we do condemn, and we're not quick to forgive. And it all starts within ourselves. We don't forgive ourselves. And then we judge ourselves harshly and crank up that terrible inner dialogue that has us disgusted with ourselves. And then it gets so unbearable that we try to escape by pointing the finger and pouncing on someone else or something else when they mess up. Because then, at least for a little while, the attention is off of me. I can take a break from beating the crap out of myself because I'm so busy beating the crap out of someone else. But the problem is, it only lasts so long, right? It only gives us temporary relief. So then, even though we don't realize it, we start looking for someone else to pounce on and kick while they're down. All because we have such internal strife and pain because we haven't learned how to forgive. We've not extended ourselves any grace or mercy. We haven't forgiven ourselves. We don't know how to forgive. Guys, here's the thing. I'm not talking about, you know, just singing kumbaya and holding hands and no one's ever wrong and there are never any consequences. Not at all. Forgiveness doesn't mean 
it didn't happen, that something didn't happen, that there was no wrongdoing. That's not what forgiveness means. Forgiveness doesn't mean there are no consequences. No, uh uh-uh. Forgiveness just means that there's a conscious, deliberate decision to let go, to release those negative emotions, to release feelings of resentment and anger and vengeance towards someone or something. And if you want to like yourself and move toward loving yourself, then that someone is you. You must make peace with yourself and consciously, deliberately release all of that venom. Let go of those feelings of resentment and anger, disappointment, frustration, and vengeance that you might have been carrying for so long and holding against yourself. This one thing alone, (laughs) oh my goodness, it could be the most powerful thing that you ever do. It is certainly much more powerful than losing a bunch of weight. You can trust me on that. For me, personally, forgiveness is central to my Christian faith. And I believe that knowing God will forgive us for all of our screw-ups, all of our mess-ups. I believe that knowing that empowers us to forgive ourselves and then to forgive others. And if you've never experienced, here's the thing. I'm not casting judgment. All of you are wonderful and amazing, and I love you. I got nothing but love for you. But here's the thing. If you've never experienced the wonderful, amazing peace that comes (laughs) from grace, mercy, and forgiveness, then, my friend, you're missing out. It truly will change your life. Okay. Sorry. I could start preaching here a little bit, but I won't. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Let's do a quick review. Let's bring all this together because you might be thinking, I thought I tuned into a weight loss podcast and now we're talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. God and cancel culture and forgiveness and grace and mer- what in the world? My friends, it all makes a difference for you and how much you enjoy your life and in whether or not you get results with your body and the relationship you have with yourself. So please don't discredit it. Please don't. Let's do a quick review. I'll wrap it all up. Let's learn from the sweet wisdom of a three-year-old who said, Mom, I really like myself. (laughs) First, I think it's important for us to understand that we naturally like ourselves. But somewhere along the way, we learn not to. We're taught not to like ourselves. We learn to not love ourselves. And that royally stinks. So the question is, how do we get back there? How do we get back to a place of liking and maybe even loving ourselves? I believe two things can really help. I don't have a neat three-step formula. I don't have the golden ticket. It's not as easy as just pressing a button. But I believe two things can really help. Number one, change what we feed ourselves. Not what we feed our mouth, but what we feed into our mind. Change what you consume, and it will change and transform the world you're living in, and it will change you from the inside out. And I believe it will also help you change your body in the process. It's a massive win-win-win scenario. And then number two, the second thing that I think can help us get back to a place of liking ourselves is that we must forgive ourselves for all the times we've screwed up and let ourselves down. You were once a three-year-old and inside of you, there's still a child (laughs) inside of me, inside of all of us. We were once a child and there's still that piece of us in there. So, You might need to forgive yourself for letting down that three-year-old. Forgive yourself for all those times you screwed up and disappointed yourself. It's okay. 
It's time for forgiveness and some acceptance. And then, after that, work to respect, respect yourself by staying in integrity, doing what you say you're going to do and showing up for yourself. And maybe I'm crazy. And maybe I'm totally wrong. And I'm out in left field somewhere playing with grass. (laughs) But I believe when we do this, we won't just like ourselves more. I think it will also make the world a better place. When you learn to forgive and love yourself, it's much easier to forgive and love others. Make your world a better place. And it makes the world a better, more loving place. I believe it 100% down to my core. I hope this has been helpful, my friends. I so appreciate you spending your time with me, and I always love hearing from you, so don't ever hesitate to reach out. But today, I have a special request. If you know of someone who might need to hear this message, maybe they're struggling, man. Maybe they are really mean or harsh to themselves. Or maybe you want to send it for another reason. I don't know. But if there's someone that comes to mind, then share this episode with them. You can send it via text or email if you want, or send it on social media and tag me. I would be honored. And then last but not least, let's wrap it up like we always do. Remember, there's so much more to you and your body than what you weigh. You're so much more than a number. And there's so much more to you than what the bully in your brain tells you and that little negative voice in your head says. And also, losing weight, yeah, it's great. And I love helping people do it, but losing weight is really about gaining life. And you know what's one massive way that you can gain life? By forgiving yourself. (laughs) And taking steps to like and love yourself right now, just as you are. Because you're incredible. I guarantee it. My friends, I know you can do it. I know that you can do anything I've mentioned in today's episode, and I know you can lose weight. I believe in you 100%. Even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. It's perfectly okay. I've got your back. You keep listening. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. Take care, guys. God bless. Bye-bye.